Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. We have another crossover segment, more of a perspective from a Packers perspective. Spencer from the Poor Man's Packers podcast joins Tom to talk about the Packers leading into this game at Green Bay on Sunday morning. Tomorrow night, I'll come back with my preview of the Rams-Packers game along with my weekly power rankings. Real quickly, a Friday injury update. Not participating on Friday, Rob Havenstein, Matthew Stafford, and Ernest Jones. And Ernest Jones has been ruled out. So the Rams' backup linebackers are going to have to pick up the slack. We probably won't know about Stafford and Havenstein until Sunday morning. If Havenstein can't go, we do have no boom who can slide in once again if needed. So let's roll into Spencer and Tom's discussion, a Packers perspective about this upcoming game. Hey, welcome back everyone to another episode of the Rams Up podcast. I'm your host, Tom Quartz. 
And I am joined today by Spencer from Poor Man's Packers Podcast at PMP Pod on Twitter. How are you doing, Spencer? Great. Uh, hey, thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me come on. Yeah, no worries. Just looking forward to some insight on this Packers team, uh, a different look Packers team than the previous, oh, I don't know, decade or two. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it's just a, a different world here. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to start off with kind of uh, what the Packers uh, ex- sort of expectations were coming into this season, obviously, with a lot of changes, um, obviously losing Aaron Rodgers and so forth. And and so, obviously, for the Rams perspective, I mean, 2021 Super Bowl, 2021 complete disaster, 5-12. and 12, <laughs> And then, uh, you know, really entering a rebuild, especially on the defensive side of the ball, losing guys like Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, and the entire starting secondary, entire starting D-line, except Aaron Donald. So, you know, took on a bunch of dead cap and really – living to fight another day in 2024, what might be Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford's last season. So how how did the Packers come into this season and what were the expectations? You know, it's funny hearing you talking about what the Rams are going through right now, because we're kind of going through that similar, the early process of that kind of rebuild here. So, you know, going into the season, I don't think, you know, we had super high expectations as a fan base. You know, a lot of people were thinking, you know, eight wins, nine wins is kind of what we were doing. You know, Jordan Love, I don't, you know, there was a lot of question marks coming into the year. Obviously, you know, one thing that I always bring up why I wasn't super into the move is how, you know, this time a year and a half ago, we had just re-signed Aaron Rodgers, making him the highest paid player of the NFL. And then a year later, you know, we move on to this young guy. So expectations weren't very high, but the offense, the team looked decent in the preseason. You know, everyone gets hyped up on training camp and you shouldn't buy into that stuff. But of course, we soiled our mind with how good we looked then. And then, man, week one, the Bears, where we just completely shellacked them and the offense is really rolling on all cylinders and everything. And it's almost been a detriment to the vibe and the psychology of the fan base right now because we, we were like, oh, man, we're just rolling right on. And then the Falcons game, we looked halfway decent to the first three quarters, fourth quarter kind of fall apart. And then we get the Saints game week three with Jordan Love having the heroic comeback in the fourth quarter. And then since then, man, it's just been downhill where those expectations have been up and down really since we've moved on from Aaron Rodgers. And now at this moment is, you know, I'm 31 years old. The first season I really remember being invested in the Packers was 2005 when they went four and 12. And this is absolutely the worst state the franchise has been since that point. And now we don't even have, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback to fall back on. So not too optimistic right now. You know, we'll see what the future holds. But for the rest of the season, it's kind of, you know, let's see what happens. Yeah, and things were sort of looking up there. Like you said, the Bears win and then uh, a one-point win against the Falcons and a tough one-point loss. I'm sorry, one-point loss against the Falcons and a tough and a nice one-point win against the uh the saints right and then a lions game and a lions team that is obviously in you know through that rebuild process and you know maybe an expected tough game and but played them tough but the thing is from my perspective look you know outsider looking in for the packers that now you're entering a soft spot in your in your season right you got raiders broncos and a vikings team that is way down right and those are three games that you're going to see kind of the turning point. Like we win those two out of three or three out of three. We're right in this really soft NFC contention. But then you go and drop all three. How, what was that like after that Lions game 
going back-to-back Raiders, Broncos, Vikings. Yeah, so the Lions game, you know, Jordan Love, his first real primetime game, I believe, too, and we're kind of looking forward to it. And again, the first half, just absolutely nothing out of the offense. And if you look at the first half of uh, the offensive uh, output for the Packers the last month, it's brutal. It's something like, I think, 19 points total or 16 points the last four games, brutal. But, you know, we were playing the Lions then. So we're like, okay, you know, we'll get it right. There was a couple, you know, second half, we looked decent again. And then we have two get-right games in a row, we thought, with the Raiders having a statistically terrible defense, the Broncos obviously having uh, historically a terrible defense after that game against the Dolphins, too. And we thought at least one of those games would be a get-right game. And it's not just Jordan Love, which is obviously the bigger headline right now nationally, I, I would assume, but it's just the the out-of-sync and this team just hasn't found any type of offensive identity, not since Devonte Adams left. You know, you would have thought with Rogers leaving it was one thing, but even last year we were obviously struggling until we got to the final four or five games of the season and kind of turned it on again and looked halfway decent. So, not being able to get right, it's and you know for again I don't know how much nationally Jordan loves being talked about. But the craziest thing for me going into the season and the reason why I was trying to temper my own expectations where I think our offensive skill position players are very, very talented. You know, they're all we've seen, you know, people in the past, like right now, our defense has like nine first round picks on it, I believe. And we have a really young core that a lot of guy, a lot of fans have a lot of, you know, hype that they're that they're putting into them. Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, who looked good last year. Jaden Reed, the rookie this year, who's looked pretty good. Uh, Luke Musgrave, you know, kind of a freak unicorn athlete type guy. But it's the youngest group of pass catchers in NFL history. I A couple guys have tried to look into it. It's literally the youngest set of pass catchers ever. And it's the youngest since the 2017 Cleveland Browns, who, if you don't remember, did not win a single game. So it's been that plus Matt LaFleur, you know, I don't. I think Nathaniel Hackett. He's kind of got a weird. Uh, I don't know how people think about him nationally either. But losing him and losing Luke Getze to the Bears has been so detrimental to this team. Where Matt Lafleur was always able to lean on those guys, and instead of finding people from outside the building, he's hired from within. Jason Vrabel, the wide receiver coach, now passing game coordinator, who he he never was a position. This is his first time being a position coach. And then Adam Stenovich, who was our offensive line coordinator or our offensive line coach and was great at that. He's also a former uh, NFL offensive lineman, but now he's our OC. And this is the second year of those two being part of the game plan instead of uh, Getze and Hackett. And it's it's been that loss of identity. So it's tough to, one, <laughs> feel good about these games you know, because the offense has been just so bad and there's just no rhythm, no nothing in the first half, especially. But we can't even evaluate Jordan Love because like last week there was legitimately six to seven drops by our wideouts and contested catches. Man, I think we were 0 for 9. It's just the, the young guys don't seem to know what they're doing. They're making rookie mistakes and they don't have any type of veteran to lean on or to really learn from in that room anymore. Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs are the most veteran guys in the receiver room. And Josiah DeGuara is the most veteran guy in the tight end room. And he's only a fourth year tight end and he's more of an H back if anything. And he's struggled himself in his career. So 
you we'd wish we could lean on the run game a little bit more too but aj Dillon, the former second round pick he struggled mightily and aaron jones has been banged up since the first game going up against the bears so it's been it's been a rough going all around and our defense is just i don't know pretty pretty average all around too so Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary dw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumbacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So um, what about... Gotcha. So how about on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, you mentioned a, a bunch of youngsters and, um, and you know, really reinforcing that defense. How have they been playing and against the run, against the pass? What's the, what are the, what are the kind of the bright spots and what are some of the challenges? Yeah, it's been, uh, and this will be an interesting week for the Packers defense too, because we traded away uh, one of our leaders and probably someone who would have been voted captain this year, uh, Rezul Douglas, who has I know pro football focus, not like they're the end all be all, but they had him rated as like the eighth corner in the NFL. And again, a pretty young team. It was nice to have that veteran back there. And he's, you know, a guy that the everyone kind of looked to. But man, it's it's always up and down. Our defensive coordinator, Joe Barry, should not be a defensive coordinator in this league. The Packer fans didn't like the hire at first, wanted him to wanted uh Matt LaFleur to kind of move on last year or even before that. 
but it's just it's a very boring vanilla defense they kind of just rush the front five and that's about it you know we'll see like that the packers blitz you know uh, in like top five top ten in the nfl but it's not really blitzing because it's just five guys and with that with that statistic they they see that as a blitz but you know, Preston Smith, he had a really big game last week. Our outside linebacker he had two sacks and a forced fumble, I believe. Uh, Kenny Clark played pretty well, too. Last week, we only held the Vikings two yards per rush, which is pretty great for us because historically our rushing defense has been absolutely terrible. And then in the secondary, we've had some struggles, too. Uh, Darnell Savage, who wasn't playing great, but better than usual, he went down and he's on the IR. So now we have Jonathan Owens, who's not, I mean, that's kind of the spot you'd want to attack. But now also, you know, Jair Alexander hasn't had a great year either. He's been banged up with his back. And we have a couple very young corners. Uh, Corey, uh, we have a Valentine and a Ballantine who will be starting at corner probably this week. So I don't know. It's our run defense is usually where you can go through. But it's I don't know. It's it's very interesting because what you guys are you're going to be starting. It's looking like an, a very is it a rookie quarterback or an inexperienced guy? Yeah, uh, Brett Rippon. Yeah, he he played for uh, Denver last year. Okay. Um, some a few games and uh, yeah, not not looking great. Uh, he was our third quarterback. I mean, Stetson Bennett was the guy. That's right. And brought into uh, fourth round pick out of Georgia, obviously national champion. Um, but he just you know kind of had some personal issues. And nobody's exactly sure what. Yeah, and um, right. was put on uh, uh, non football illness, not non football injury. So. That usually means something like, uh, you know, some sort of an illness or, or, you know, rehab of some sort or something like that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are speculating about alcohol rehab just because he's had a few incidents, but it's probably not fair to say that just given, given nobody knows for sure. So Rams are mom about it, but it's obviously something very personal. So yeah, he's gone. Rippon's the only guy we just signed a guy that, you know, was a fourth quarterback in camp dresser win kids coming back as a, as a backup, but Stafford's day to day. And um, who knows? So the reports uh, out of the medical were as positive as they could be. So he won't go on IR. It's a sprained uh, UCL. And, uh, you know, and we'll, like I said, he's pretty tough. You guys know Stafford well mm-hmm. um, in your uh, in your division. And uh, he's as tough as they come. But, um, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a game time decision. But my, re- my guess is it's going to be ripping just because our bye week is next week. And sure. then, so they might, uh, they might just give him a couple weeks off and, and kind of live to fight another day, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Cause that kind of changes things too. Cause if Stafford, if Stafford starts, I would think the Rams would win. And if it is ripping, I'd feel better about the Packers. But like I've said, it, it's very hard to feel confident in this team right now, but Joe Barry is just such a vanilla kind of defensive coordinator too, where, and this is just how it's always felt being a Packer fan with their defense has kind of fallen apart. But veteran quarterbacks seem to rip us apart. And then the rookies or more inexperienced guys, we usually can kind of fluster, especially if we get the pass rush going with Rashawn Gary, who just got his big contract extension this year, too. I think right. he has like the highest first or second highest uh, pass rush win rate in the NFL. So if we can get him going early, especially going up at a less experienced quarterback, I'd feel pretty good about what uh, the or the Packers' chances on Sunday. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, let's jump into picks real quick. Um, what do you have? Uh, what do you have for a score? Let's just do two of them because I'll do two of them also. So if Stafford plays, um, what, what's your score prediction? Man, if Stafford plays, man, I would go. 
I mean, I don't think it's going to be a pretty football game either which way. I because you guys have two halfway decent running backs where they played good last <laughs> week. I saw I saw Henderson had like uh, what over fifty yards receiving, and uh, yeah, is it, is it Royce Freeman? Royce Freeman, he's our fourth guy. Uh, Daryl Henderson was just signed off. Yeah, uh, he was playing beach foot uh, beach flag football. <laughs> What a life. <laughs> and uh yeah, he's our fifth uh, guy. No, our sixth guy. Our we drafted a guy, uh Zach Evans, and he was supposedly our fourth running back, but anyway, he's not playing. But yeah, we're down to down uh Cam Akers, down uh, uh Kyron Williams, Ronnie right. Rivers, you know, now we're into Royce Freeman and and Daryl Henderson. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. If, so if Stafford plays, I would say the Packers lose like 24 20. I would say that. And do you gotcha. want me to, do you want to do your Stafford prediction now? Yeah. With Stafford, I'll go 2017. I think it's going to be pretty low scoring. Rams have not been putting up, uh, you know, big, big points since week one. Yeah. That's funny. Cause, and I think this was my prediction on the podcast. So if it's ripping, which we've kind of been assuming I've got the Packers winning 21, 17, which is pretty close to what you just put. Yeah. Interesting. Too. Yeah. I'll go 17, 14 without him um, in a loss uh, with a Packers win. Um, yeah. I figure Stafford's good for a touchdown over ripping. Uh, will probably throw more touchdowns to your team than he will. To our team. He's, a, <laughs> yeah. he's a pick but, six. He's a but, pick six machine. And Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, McVeigh, he's like, oh, you can go in there. Yeah, go ahead. Continue to run those choice routes. And uh, yeah, it's not going to be, uh, you know, there's, they're good for one pick six a game with, with, uh, with Rippin for sure. My bold prediction on our pod was uh, Valentine and Valentine each get a interception. So hopefully, oh, that hopefully would be we'll headline. see. You make me, I'm feeling a little bit better about that now too. <laughs> well, good stuff. Well, hey, just to recap. Um, you can find Spencer on Twitter at PMP pod, poor man's Packers podcast on all of the podcast channels. And, uh, Spencer, thanks so much for joining us and giving us some insight into this Packers game. And, uh, yeah, uh, good luck with everything, uh, this, uh, in this game and, and going forward this season. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, Tom. going to do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com till next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there